Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Hi, fam. I hope you are having the most wonderful day. If you are new here, welcome. I embrace you the same way I embrace all of our people. And if you are returning, welcome. I'm so stoked that you are back. And I hope that you come back if this is your first time. I hope that this is useful for you. And my intention is to give you some clarity on things to just support you. I mean, that's the whole game, the whole game, the whole goal of the podcast in general is to help you find clarity, to help give you education, to just help clear away the muck so that you can frolic in a field of daisies and wildflowers instead of feeling like you are stuck in the mud. Um, this episode is more specifically geared toward entrepreneurs, but Really, if you're looking for a mentor at all, this would be a good episode for you. So I um, was having a conversation with a friend of my sister last week, and my sister was telling me like, hey, um, they're looking at hiring this business coach and they seem really shady. Like this program seems, it just seems like they're going to get scammed. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, oh no, let's not do that. I was like, have them call me before they sign up for anything and I can walk them through like what to look for in a business coach. And then it occurred to me that like, there's a lot of people who perhaps don't know what to look for, who are, who just don't know. Right. It's like, I did an episode a while ago on what to look for in a good therapist, because many people, obviously if you're like not in the therapy world, don't know how to find a good therapist. And if you're good at marketing, you can get away with conning a lot of people. And that's something that I see in the industry all the time. People who are like, essentially they're grifters, right? AKA con artists, like, and they're grifting people out of like thousands and thousands of dollars and they're using shady marketing practices and they're just not delivering on their promises. Right. So, so this episode is for you. If you're like, like, I'm kind of thinking about working with a business coach and this person seems really good, but I don't really know. And I don't even know how to evaluate their program or what they're offering. So like here, you're exactly in the right spot. Um, as someone who does business coaching, I've done it for probably two years now. So I'm fairly new into the business coaching world. I am not new into running a business. I've run my business for four years. Um, and I got into business coaching a couple years later because I had people asking me. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to coach them now. Understand that I have been a coach for a very long time. Um, I was coaching <laughs> synchronized swimming when I was a teenager. And then as a therapist, essentially what I do is coach people to 
get rid of the gunk and frolic in a field of flowers, mentally, physically, spiritually, all the things. Um, so my coaching skills have been sharpened over two decades now. Um, my business coaching skills are fairly new, but these are things that I see in the industry. And because I'm in this industry, because I understand marketing, because I understand copy and sales pages and funnels and what goes behind it, like I'm able to help you figure out what to look for and to figure out if a business coach is one worth their shit and two, um, if they are going to work for you. So, so welcome to this episode. If you go through this episode and you're like, oh my God, Amanda, I want you to coach me. Like there's a way to do that, but that's not the point of this episode. But like, obviously if that's happening, you know, feel free to get at me. I love my business coaching people. So things that I see in the industry that are really, really problematic, um, but get a lot of clients. So one of the ways that people are taught to market, if they're taught to market in a shady way, in an unethical way, is to speak to pain points. So they will tell you, like, I know it's so hard to run your business and you feel like you've been working 12-hour days and you've been working 12-hour days and and you feel like a failure and you feel like a loser and you feel like you're never going to make money. Now, notice all these things are pain points, right? You really wish that you could leave your job and make the kind of money that you know you can make. And it's all talking down to you. Here's your pain. Here's your pain. Here's your pain. Here's your pain. And that's not to say that that's not an effective marketing strategy. It very much is. Pain points work. Humans are much more motivated by pain than they are by pleasure, but there is an ethical way to do this. The unethical way that I see often is it'll be pain, 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 pain. The only thing that will solve your problem is my program, is is this course, is this program. The only thing that will make you feel good. The only thing that will make your business profitable. The only thing that da, 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 da. But that's not true, right? There's a hundred ways to solve every problem. And there's multiple coaches who would be a good fit with you. There's multiple programs that will be a good fit with you. And what's a good fit at this stage may or may not be a good fit at a later stage. So we also need to evaluate, is this the right thing at this stage, right? So like I primarily work with service providers. That is the business that I know. That is the business that I run well. Um, Now, if someone came to me and they said, Amanda, like I want to, I really want to get into real estate investing, I can help them somewhat. I can do a lot of mindset work. I can figure things out, but like it's going to behoove them to work with someone who, who built their business in real estate investing. So we need to make sure that we have the right person and the right person at the right stage. So if someone is a multi-million dollar entrepreneur, I don't run a multi-million dollar business. They would probably be a much better fit with someone who has that level of knowledge, of expertise, of experience. doesn't mean I wouldn't be useful for them. It doesn't mean that perhaps one day that is a client that I have because I serve them in another capacity. Perhaps they're looking for alignment. They're looking for ease. They're looking for um, to create some space to do things like that. But if they need a logistics heavy coach, then they would be better served by that. So let's also make sure that we're looking for the right thing at the right time. So, so a lot of what I see in the industry is people talking down and using pain points and then kind of positioning themselves as the savior instead of positioning themselves as a guide, right? You don't need a Jesus. You need a Maui. Maui did not save Moana. He did not save her people. He guided her. 
that's the point is that someone is guiding you, not saving you. You don't need saving. You are the CEO of your business. And if you're outsourcing your power by saying, oh my God, they're the only person that can help me. I need to do everything that they're doing. One, you're outsourcing your power. And two, you just got duped. Okay. That's not okay. And so that's something to look out for. If you go through their sales page, you go through their marketing and you find yourself feeling scarce, feeling lack, feeling bad, their marketing is off. Okay. They're purposely making you feel bad so they can position themselves as a savior. That's not okay. So pay attention to how you feel when you interact with their content. If it makes you feel bad, that's not the vibe. Okay. They're going to keep you down, keep you feeling that way so that they can continue to sell to you, but that's not okay. So there's that one. Another thing that I see a lot in the industry is people lying about their numbers. Like the nice thing about the internet is you can just kind of put anything out there and, you know, no receipts didn't happen essentially. So coaches will post about these like wild ass transformations, these crazy numbers. And I see them in other cohorts and they're struggling to make sales. They, their back end is a fucking mess. They maybe have a high revenue. Maybe they make a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars, but their expenses are ninety-eight thousand, a hundred and ninety-eight thousand, two hundred and ninety-eight thousand, and their profit margin is garbage, right? So you also want to be careful about people who just run their marketing off of revenue numbers. I run as I um I went zero to a million in a year. My clients run a million dollar business. Meanwhile, they're burned out. They're overstressed. Their adrenals are fucked. They're constantly in fight or flight. They're working so much. Their family hates them. Like you want to be very careful and use a lot of discernment when people lead with numbers. Not that it's a bad thing, right? When I talk about business coaching, like I run a multiple six figure business. I also have a very high profit margin. Our profit margin is between 50 and 60%. After taxes, it's between 40 and 30%. Like that's pretty high profit margin given that I do a service-based business. So you want to be aware of profit margins. Do they pay their people well? Do, do they run a team well? Like someone just leading with numbers is not the whole story, but people who don't know how to help you will sell that as if it's the whole story. So a six figure business, a seven figure business isn't the end all goal that you think it is. If you don't like your business and if you're not actually making money. So we'll see a lot that business coaches will lead with numbers, but not have any one, not have any evidence to back it up. Like receipts or shit didn't happen. And two, that's all that they're talking about, which they could just be lying. Okay, that's a problem. So those are the two biggest things that I see. And we'll get into what to look for um, now. <laughs> we'll get into that now. So, and then I'll, oh, okay. So let me go back to the story about my sister and her friend. Sorry, I left you guys hanging. And that is, that is rude of me, but we're circling back. Hashtag ADHD. So her friend was looking into this container kind of this product where the person selling it is a motivational speaker. That's what they do. They don't do business coaching for a living. They don't even run a successful business. Well, they run a successful motivational speaking business. And so I went to their website and I was looking them up and I pulled up their Instagram while I was on the phone with her friend. 
And I said, he doesn't even have any information about business coaching. His whole shtick is pastor turned motivational speaker. We work with high level athletes. We work with, you know, fortune 100 companies to motivate their team. That's what he does. And I said, I don't even see any information about this product that they offered you. So it's selling on the back end, which is fine. Not everyone's offers are, you know, directly front page visible. Some people do keep offers close to the chest. And they said, yeah, well, I, you know, I took their quiz, whatever. And then I got this invitation and I said, of course you did. The quiz is a funnel. And they were like, what's a funnel? And I'm like, oh, sweet baby. Okay. A funnel for for you to know is essentially what it is. Like a lot of leads enter in and then you funnel them into the appropriate product. So if someone comes into my world and they say, hey, I really want, like I really struggle to set boundaries, I'm going to funnel them into boundaries baddie so that I know that I have a product that can help them. If someone like you comes in, who I assume is an entrepreneur, if you're listening to this podcast episode, and you say, hey, like I really want to run a business, you know, I kind of have a business now and I want to grow it. I want more money. I want more peace. I want all these things. I'm like, I'm going to funnel you into business coaching because that is the product that makes sense for you. So I was explaining what a funnel was. And I said, well, yeah, that's a funnel. You checked the right boxes. They got you on this thing. And I said, but I don't even see any information on it. Like nothing on this guy's social media speaks to him doing business coaching. Nothing on this guy's social media speaks to him even knowing a damn thing about business. Nothing. There's nothing on the website that talks about running a business. And he said, well, the guy's team are the ones leading the seminar. And I said, oh, okay. Who were they? Who were they? Who is this guy's team? What company do they run? What other people do they work with? How do you even know they know what they're talking about? Just because they built him what looks like a multi-million dollar speaking company does not mean they can help you build a fitness coaching business. They're completely different industries. Now, that's not to say that like you have to have a business coach in your industry. I have multiple clients. One of my business coaching clients is a photographer. One of my business coaching clients runs retreats and does fitness coaching. Like I'm not in that industry, but where I am is in service-based business. So This isn't even the same thing. One is a speaking business. One is a service-based business. They're completely separate. And I said, what I'm concerned about is a number of things. First of all, he didn't build his business. He's saying this company built his business, but who the fuck are they? Where's the information about this company, the work they did, how they got there, the challenges they overcome, how their business ran? Yeah, he has a lot of big flashy marketing we work with these sports stars. We work with these companies, blah, 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 blah. I, I, the CEO of this business, but like, are you, if you're telling me that you didn't even build your business, that's not a, that's not a green flag, my dude. Like it's fuck. No, if, if I go to find someone to work, let's say I, I want to work with Jane, Jane Doe and Jane Doe says, well, I didn't build my business. This company did. So give me your money. Fuck no, bitch. You didn't do shit. You're the talent, not the CEO. It's not the same. So don't pay the talent when you're looking for a CEO. That was good. So I was like, okay, there's a ton of red flags here. First of all, like, what are they even offering? And he was like, okay, well, they're offering, it's like a seminar, a weekend seminar, and then you get four accountability calls after that. And I said, okay, what else? Do you get 
trainings delivered? Do you get a a one-on-one support coach? Are you in a mastermind? Are you in a group? When do they coach you? And he's like, well, you don't get any coaching. And I'm like, you're paying, you're looking at paying, God bless. I said, you're looking at paying $3,500 for a weekend seminar, which people do that. Okay. People like if that will give you exactly what you need, amazing. Do that again. Understand that like the money is not the issue. What he was planning on buying and then getting was the issue. Okay. So looking at spending $3,500 on a weekend seminar where there's no coaching, there's no, there's no, there's nothing. There's accountability calls, which is the biggest bullshit thing I've ever heard. You don't need fucking accountability. You need a plan. And if you don't know what to do, guess what? You then don't have accountability because what the fuck are you doing? Right. You don't even know. And then you're going to shut down and then you're not going to build it. And you're going to think the problem is you. And then you're going to buy their next product. Oh, I didn't work hard enough. I wasn't accountable enough. Oh, I better buy the six month package. I better buy eight months of accountability calls. That's not what you need. You need coaching. You need a framework. You need steps. Okay. So I was talking to him and I was like, I'm not like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, you clearly don't know what you're looking for because most people don't when they come into this world, right? When they come to this like business coaching world. And I was like, okay, here are the red flags. He, he does not talk about business coaching at all ever. He already told you he did not build his business. Why would you give him money to help you build your business? You're not even in the same industry. You don't even know that he can teach. He's really good at speaking. Is he good at teaching? Because inspiring someone and teaching someone are not the same thing. They're completely different. So there's that. And I said, you're not even getting a good program. You're getting a weekend of Oh, here's how to figure out your marketing message. I help blank do blank without blank. Build a whole business off that. Like that doesn't tell you shit. And then you get four accountability calls and what you need is months of working with someone in a coaching capacity. Okay, coaching takes six months, a year, five years, 10 years. If you find someone you love, stay with them and never let them go. So we had that conversation and I was like, okay, I just need to make this a whole podcast episode. So here we are. Thank you very much, Angela's friend, for being so brilliant and so lovely. Um, so I gave him some better resources and I was like, check out these people. They actually do business coaching. They actually run a successful business. They run the business. They built the business. So this brings us to number one. The number one thing to look for when you're wanting to work with a business coach or any mentor, right? Do they have experience in what you want to do? Okay, I'm not going to ask someone who builds cars for guidance on building a house. They're completely separate. I'm not going to ask someone who's never owned a dog about owning a dog. I am never going to ask someone who's never owned horses or who's only had guinea pigs to help me with my horse. That is crazy. You understand because you're intelligent and wonderful and beautiful that like that makes no sense, right? But when you get sucked into somebody's good marketing, when they understand how to talk to you, then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, this person can solve all of my problems. Yeah, their marketing is built purposely to do that. (laughs) Like, but that doesn't mean that they can actually solve your problem. So back to the example of the, the ladies that I work with, like I'm not a photographer, but I run a service based business. I sell a service 
people pay me. Fitness coaching, I sell a service, people pay me. We have recurring customers, we have funnels, we work locally, we also work online. Like there's a lot of things that are the same. So it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but do they have experience in the area that you're wanting guidance and coaching in? If they don't even run a business, if they immediately went into business coaching, red fucking flag, run away. If they've never run a successful business, they cannot coach you. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They may run a successful business coaching business. That is absolutely not the same thing as running a successful business. They are completely different. So find someone who has experience in what you're looking for. Their content should tell you that they know what they're doing. And their content should not just be pain, 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 I'm a savior. Pain, 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 I'm a savior. That is not what it's about. Do they have experience? Can you tell by looking at their content, okay? The point of this podcast, one, is to help people, but two, is to let people know that I know what the hell I'm talking about. Like, this is very intentional, So do they have experience in actually running a real life business? Was it profitable? Did it do well? Were they happy? Because you also don't want to hire someone who ran a business and ran themselves into the ground because that's all they know. They're going to get you the same thing. That's not the vibe. Experience matters. Number two, do they have a track record? Okay, I talked about this a little bit in the beginning. Revenue does not equal profitability. I would much rather have a smaller, simpler business with high profitability than a bananas balls to the wall overextended business that makes a lot of, has a high revenue, but makes no money. Okay. I can't tell you how many businesses and how many business coaches run what looks like a high number business is multiple six-figure business, a seven-figure business, and their expenses are eating them alive. That is so rampant. And people can just lie because they'll say, I run a seven-figure business, but they're not telling you their expenses are $900,000 and their revenue is a million. Okay, if your profit is not high, you don't want to coach like that because they're going to run your profits into the ground, okay? A very healthy business has a high profit margin. That's the point. So make sure that they have a track record of profitability. Ask them. You are, please interview people that you're looking at working with. What's your profitability? What does your back end look like? How many people do you have on your team? I can't tell you how many business coaches I also see who pretend they do it all themselves. I'm a one-woman show. Meanwhile, they have four people working for them, but they never talk about that. That's a problem. So do they have a do they have a track record of profitability? And do they have a track record of getting clients results? What kind of results do they get? Just because they did it doesn't mean they're good at that happening for their clients. I also see this in the wellness industry. I healed myself does not mean you can help other people heal. They're not the same. Doing it for yourself and 
doing it for other people are not the same thing. So do they have a track record of like getting the clients the results that they promise? These are things that you want to look into. Can they communicate outside of just marketing? Because you don't know that they are the person doing their marketing, right? They may have a copywriter, which is fine. Like having a copywriter is not the issue, right? But can they communicate? Can they get their point across? Can they teach you? If you run into something hard, can they hold space for that? Because so much of entrepreneurship is getting through our own shit, is getting through our stuck points, our hard, our mindset blocks, where life is happening like you're going to want a coach where if shit hits the fan in your personal life, they can hold space for that. And they're going to, and they're not just going to say, well, you know what? That's not my area of expertise. So I can't do anything about that with you, which obviously some things are not appropriate to bring to a business coach, right? If you're like, Hey, I'm having trouble, um, processing this like huge trigger around a sexual assault five years ago. Like that's not the job of a business coach. But if you're like, hey, I'm having like a really tough time, my partner and I have been fighting recently and I'm just like really struggling to run the business on top of that. And they say, well, you need to work that out with a therapist. So I'm just here for business things like, no, no, sweet baby. No, you need a coach who can communicate, who has a high level of emotional intelligence, especially if you're a female, especially if you're a female, you want a coach who has a high level of emotionally emotional intelligence, who can hold space when you're struggling, who can help you work through the things you need to work through in order to run your business well and to run your life well, quite frankly. Like entrepreneurship is so, it is one of the biggest vehicles for personal growth. So you absolutely want to make sure that you have a coach who can hold space for your growth because as like your growth is going to match your business's growth, right? So if your personal growth is stunted, your business will stay at that level because the next level requires a new you, a next level of you. Your business will always go in tandem with how deeply you grow. So you want to make very, very sure that you have a coach who can hold space for your growth, where you're not just showing up as your best self. Like you want to show up raw, authentic, honest, vulnerable, which doesn't mean sharing all of your past trauma. Again, don't misunderstand or please understand that. But it does mean that you need a coach who holds space for that. Uh, can they teach you? Can they teach you? Again, doing something for themselves does not mean they can do it for you. Does their program have a system and a structure? Does it seem to flow and progress? Most coaches will tell you what's offered in their programs. Like here's the here's the concepts, here's what I teach, here's, you know, kind of the framework, here's the roadmap, whatever, it should make sense to you. Because if it doesn't make sense to you, we have a problem. And if you have no idea how they do it, we have a bigger problem. So make sure that they can teach. Do they know anything about course design? If they're just like, well, I just did it. You just do it. You just figure it out and you do it. Blink, blink. No, <laughs> no, they need a system. They need to be able to teach you. They need to be able to teach you. Um, with that, are they available if you have questions? Okay, another red flag that I see in the coaching industry is coaches who like brag about how unavailable they are. I would never in my life, bitch, catch me outside. Like when you're a business coach, like there's no such thing as an emergency, right? Like in my, in like the therapy world, there's absolutely an emergency. If a client calls and they're like, 
I'm feeling suicidal. Like that is a crisis. Okay. So I'm available 24 seven for my therapy clients because we have actual crises there. In the business world, there's no such thing as an, you know, actual emergency, right? Nothing is so bad. It can't be replied with calmly or planned for calmly. So being available 24 seven isn't necessary, but coaches who brag about how unavailable they are, you only have access to me one hour, every other full moon. If it's on a Tuesday for the whole year, pay me 90 bajillion dollars, but just being plugged into my energy is enough. No, your coach should be available to you. Here's the times I'm available. Here are the times that we meet. If you're having a hard time, please reach out and I'll respond within X amount of time. Like, but to say, oh, my clients never reach out to me and they get insane results. No, 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 no. So your coach should be available to you. Now that doesn't mean 24 seven, you're, you know, wildly texting them at 2 a.m. because you're having a breakdown. Like, that's not appropriate. But if you have a question, hey, you know, I'm thinking about offering this product. I'm I'm really stuck with this thing on a client. I have a question about taxes or how to how to structure this. Like you should feel comfortable reaching out to them and not feel afraid that you're going to bother them or they're not going to receive it or you're going to get in trouble because they brag so highly that they're never available. Okay. That's a red flag. So we want your coach to be available. Again, this goes back to communicating, holding space and just giving a shit about you. Okay. They should care. Next accountability and integrity. So this is one that if you've listened to other episodes, I talk about all the time. Holding your own integrity is one of the most important things you will ever do in this lifetime. Hold your word. Die on the hills you say you're going to die on. So if you want a business that you're not working 24-7, Why would you hire a coach that works 24-7? If you want a business that leads with the feminine and supports with the masculine, don't go hire a marketing bro. That makes no sense. So does your coach hold their integrity? For example, one of the women I work with, Andrea Crowder, will reschedule a call at the drop of a fucking hat. If she's like, nope, body says no, integrity says no, intuition says no today, I can't do it, we'll reschedule. She will do it and she does not apologize for it. She understands that like she's at her most potent when she's her most available. So if something is wrong, if something is off, if she needs to attend to something, then it benefits everyone that she reschedules a call. Is it frustrating sometimes on the client? And yeah, sometimes it is because then I have to reschedule, but it's never the end of the world, right? Like I can just reschedule things. It's okay. And what's even more attractive, what's even more sexy about that is like she holds her integrity so strongly that she is willing to disappoint people in order to show up as her most powerful. So that's what I mean by someone who has integrity. Do they run their business the way they say they run their business? One of my values as a business owner is overpaying overpaying, that's not the right word, is paying people very highly that I work with. So I have a VA 
who was with a company, um, left to start her own company and was going to charge me $5 less per hour because she was running her own. And I said, no, absolutely not. I'm paying you the same rate I paid them because you like you deserve that much. Like, I want you to pay you well. I pay my girls double my new girls double what the standard is for a therapist in North Carolina. And I pay the one that's been with me the longest three times the standard of North Carolina. Okay. There's a reason that I do that. I want them to get paid well and I want them to be happy and I want them to stay with me long-term. So if you are someone where like that's in your integrity and you're hiring a coach who pays everyone the bare minimum, that's going to be out of integrity for you. Or if they say, I pay my people so well, and they only hire contractors and pay them the bare minimum, that's not necessarily true, right? Or if they say that they listen to their intuition and they have a, they, you know, build a spacious business, but you can see that they're working all the time, that's out of integrity. So make sure that you have someone who has integrity and holds themselves accountable, do they fix what they're going to fix? Do they do the things that they say they're going to do? Do they deliver the things that they say they're going to deliver? Or are they constantly rescheduling or, oh my God, I forgot, or oops, I said this program has this, but actually it doesn't. That happened to one of my business coaching clients. They went on a retreat where they were promised two things and only one got delivered. Now they paid the full price for this retreat, but only half of the things got delivered on and then she, we were talking through it and I said, well, why don't you reach out to her and tell her like, this was not okay. This, this was not okay. You promised both things. Only one was delivered on. And I would like to discuss, you know, a refund or whatever. And she, she was telling me like, yeah, I even went back and looked at her website and she took down the other half of what she promised. And I was like, that is the shadiest thing. That is so shady. I would never in my life work with that person again because they have no integrity. They have no accountability. That's not okay. So accountability, integrity above everything. Are they happy? Okay, when most people are like, what to look for in a business coach? It's like, do they make money? Can I help you? Do you like, whatever. Like, But are they happy? Like why, I don't want to plug into someone who's exhausted and drained and overwhelmed and burned out and miserable. And are they happy in more than just their business? Because our business is connected to our life. It's connected, right? You're the CEO. Your business is connected to your life. So if you're miserable in your life and pretending to be happy in your business, that's going to bleed through and it's not okay. I will only work with someone who's happy. And you can tell when someone is happy or when someone is just phoning it in. Now, does that mean there aren't seasons where you show up because that was your commitment and you're working through things on the back end? Of course, right? Like there have been multiple times where I've had personal issues going on that I show up and support my clients, but that's where having accountability and integrity come in. I'm going to do what I said I was going to do and I'm going to show up and do what I need to do. So are they happy? Are they supported? Do they like their business? <laughs> do they like their life? These things are things that you want to know. And it'll come across as you get into their world and start looking at their content and doing things like that. Another one that we want to think about. 
do they run the kind of business you want to run? We've spoken to this a little bit about, right? Like if you want to pay your people well, do they pay their people well? If you want to not feel like you're dying all the time and working all the time, make sure that they have a spacious business. Do you want to run a business where you don't really use social media, but you're looking at a coach who does the majority of their marketing on social media? That doesn't really make a lot of sense, right? So make sure that the business that you want to run is similar to how they are running it. If you want to run a product business and they only, they started in the fitness coaching world, that doesn't make a ton of sense. So find someone who's running the type of business you want to run, right? Like I don't want to work with someone who does pain-based marketing. I don't want to work with someone who works 24-7 and sacrifices their life for their business. That's not the vibe. I want someone who has a ton of time and builds a very intentional, easeful business because that's the kind of business I want to run. I want to sit in a field and listen to my horses eat all afternoon and like brainstorm dope-ass products for you guys. That's what I want to do. I don't want to be so in my business I can't work on it. So it would make sense to find someone who works on their business, not in it all the time. Are they authentic? Are they who they say they are? Now, so much of this you'll probably have noticed is like about the actual coach and not necessarily about the products that they offer. But authenticity goes much deeper than just are they who they say they are. Do their products deliver what they say they're going to deliver? Do they get the results that they promise? Are they even realistic about the results? Are they like, I'm going to take you from zero to a million dollars overnight with no work. And all you have to do is say these three words to the full moon and then bing, bang, bada, boom, everything is there. It's like, that is total horse shit. I know. Cause I've seen a lot of horse shit. I have nine horses. Like that is total horse shit. So do they deliver what they say they're going to deliver? Is this person who they say they are now? Obviously like, you can't follow them around 24-7 stalking them and figure that out. But like in the things that you've seen, do they seem congruent? Does their business have legs to stand on, essentially? Oh, here's a sneaky one that a lot of people miss. Do you share similar values? We've talked a little bit about this. So if what I value is integrity, authenticity, making things easy, making them simple, building systems that create leverage, that create freedom, treating people well, um, then I want to find a coach who does that. If you are in a product-based business and you care a lot about the environment, it would make sense that you would work with a coach who also cares a lot about the environment because when you're having to make decisions, you want someone who gets your value system. If you value people over profits, you're going to want someone who does that as well. If you value a lot of time freedom, then you don't want to hire somebody who works 24-7. That makes no sense. So make sure that your your values are in alignment. Not that you not that you have to have exactly the same values. You have to be the same person. That's not the goal. The goal is that you find someone who at the base shares your values and who will expand you. Do you like them as a human being, right? You're going to spend a lot of time in this person's energy. If you don't really like them, not that they have to be your best friend, not that you have to like you know, want to hang out with them every weekend, like, but do you like them? You're going to work with this person potentially for a few months or a few years. Like, do you like them as a human? Do you think they give a shit about you? Do they actually give a shit about you? That matters. 
or are they so busy that they don't even know you? They don't remember what you do for a living. They don't remember what your business is. They don't remember what you talked about. Like that's not okay. So if you're going to be plugged into someone's energy for an extended period of time, if you're going to be learning from them and you are, that's the goal. You want to make sure that you like them as a human being. Like I would not work with um, someone who was just rude because I don't like people like that. That doesn't make any sense. So make sure that you like them as a person. And last, but this is no order, just the order that I came came up with. Mm-hmm. Yes, Kitty. Do they make you think? All right. The point of a coach is to teach you how to think, not to tell you what to do. They're not the CEO of your business. You are. So the person making decisions should be you because you're the person who owns your business. You're the person who has to live with it. Your coach does not. So every single time that you have an interaction, they should be turning decisions back to you. Now, that doesn't mean they don't have a recommendation, but it does mean that you are the person making decisions, that you're not outsourcing your authority to them. So they should teach you how to think. That is the most valuable thing they can do for you. They give you steps, you run the steps, but you think differently. You think like a CEO. Those are the things that we want to do. So make sure that you're working with someone who challenges your way of thinking, who helps you grow your mindset, who helps you explore options, who helps you make decisions in a way that's more aligned and more effective for you. Ooh, that was a dense one. But business coaching is important, right? If you want something, it makes a lot more sense to find someone who's done that thing, who has a framework, who has a track record to help you get it faster, easier, quicker, which is the same thing as faster. So things to think about. If I missed anything, holler at your girl. I'm sure I did. Nobody's perfect, but I'm like real close. You know what I mean? So if you're thinking about business coaching, you're like, hey, I really like your vibe. Amazing. Send me a message. If you're like, I don't really like your vibe, but this was hopeful. Amazing. Go forth and find someone that you adore. And best of luck to you. Okay. Have a beautiful day.